0: Hey there. Welcome to Riot Radio. I'm your host Jeremy White. I'm joined with Riot CrossFit co-owner and head coach Tim Cook. Ahoy. And Riot CrossFit coach Alyssa Scott. Hey. hey. What's up guys? This is episode 5. In episode 4, we spoke with coach Billy Sue Robertson. Alyssa, uh, we interviewed her about the Riot Squad Kids program.
1: Yeah, we did. Had a great time.
0: That that was a lot of fun and I know coming up soon we're going to talk to a couple members. We're going to talk to coach Jen about some programming. But uh, we Tim, we've got a more pressing issue we need to uh, we need to address right now. We're um, we're all a little saddened, quite frankly, pissed off, bewildered. Um, we've got a lot of emotions going on. What in the hell's going on in the world of CrossFit right now?
2: Yeah, so um, all of the uh, the sentiments you just said they ring true. I think, as someone personally that's been in the CrossFit community for a decade, um, when I first learned about it and started to do CrossFit. It seemed like it was always all um, inclusive, kept everyone engaged and getting fitter of all shapes, colors, sizes, beliefs, backgrounds, and that's what I had assumed it was about. And I still do assume that that is what CrossFit's about, but there's been some uh, recent updates and changes, uh, some statements that were said, and kind of a snowball effect that's really... Affected the community and has added a lot of undue stress in a, uh, an already stressful time.
0: Alyssa, for those who may not know, Greg Glassman, the founder of CrossFit, the, the architect of, of CrossFit when it comes down to it, made some, uh, very inflammatory and insightful statements over the weekend. Um, you could, one could definitely perceive them as, as racist at worst. Uh, they could perceive them as wildly ignorant at best, um. Either way, it wasn't it wasn't really good. Um, he made a tweet in which he said, um, "This is this is Floyd 19, and he was basically I don't know what he was trying to say, but what he was saying was, um, in his opinion, the everything that's going on in society right now, the protests surrounding the death of Mr. Floyd. He um, almost just seemed to insinuate that everything was exaggerated in the way that he thinks the COVID nineteen. Treatment has been exaggerated. Um, It's just a really stupid, stupid thing to say. It does not represent Alyssa Scott, Jeremy White, Tim Cook, Jen Pilmeyer, Daniel Blue, Rumbly. I can name every coach, every staff member we have. It does not represent us. It does not represent right CrossFit and what we stand for. Right, Tim? No, that's correct. So kind of going back with what you've said, um, some of the statements made –
2: Definitely not as a CEO of a company with, you know, a hundred or 15,000 American affiliates, uh, and a huge presence globally. Uh, what I want to say is I actually know people that are conspiracy theorists that are friends and some of the stuff's laughable. It can be interesting concepts, funny stuff. Uh, you know, and you kind of take it with a grain of salt, like, okay, buddy, I got gotcha. you. I've got friends that, uh, think that the protests the way that the protests are going down are 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 bad too you know the looting and the burning of buildings and things of that nature but you know very one-sided on on their end to see just their you know perspective and i've got friends that are you know all for black lives matter um what we saw and what we've heard recently, and I've got kind of a timeline and a further explanation that I feel like all of our members do deserve to hear, is uh, someone that kind of went on the wrong side of the road of that every step of the way. And when things were pointed out, you know, and, and other issues were brought up, he doubled down on you know, ignoring actual issues and kind of went off on his tangents. So, that is something I, I want to explain in kind of a time bound fashion to let everybody know what his concept was, what was said, and how that still damages us as a CrossFit community.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, th- there's no excuse for what he said. Um, you know, we've seen games athletes bail now, say that we are not going to participate in the games this year. We've seen over a thousand affiliates in the United States say that we are, we are no longer going to be a CrossFit affiliate. Um, There's just a lot, there's a lot of backlash going on and and rightfully so deservedly. So, I mean, everything that Mr. Glassman said over the weekend and doubled down on it, he's, I mean, I I can't argue the response that he's receiving in any way, shape or form.
2: Absolutely. So um, as far as, some of the timeline goes, what I would like to do is kind of backdate this. Are you guys aware of the two uh, misfit athletes that yes, were let uh, go?
1: Jessica Griffith and Travis. I can't remember his last name.
2: Um, How Travis Williams. Yes. Yeah. So um, basically they were dropped silently from the uh, misfit team um, in reference to some text messages in a group. Uh, the date may 25th. So, um, a female athlete shared her her scores of one of the uh, the workouts that they did, and Griffith replied in this text thread, "My N word, okay." So that's what was kind of you know sparked that. Um, so once it got to the owner, Drew uh, Drew Crandall, who owns Misfit Athletics, um, he put out an alert. To everybody that it's completely unacceptable behavior to talk that way um the threads on reddit is when it was uh, Mm i guess immediately put out
1: because right now so um can you kind of explain what misfit athletics is so for yeah so so misfit
2: athletics is uh you look at some of like comp train or which you know we do comp train class here at the gym um uh, we, we now have NC Fit, the NC Fit Collective, which is now, uh, you know, offered as a um, a partnership for gyms uh, through Jason Kalipa. That's been there for a while. Yeah. Okay. It so really has been there program. for a while. Yeah, it's a workout program. Um, comp Train and Misfits are two of the really big ones. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Big Dog, just other aspects, Mayhem Athlete, you name it. There's a lot of these specialized training programs for competitors, and those were two competitors that were in the group. So, um, one of the other members that d- showed displeasure or athletes that showed displeasure in that text thread basically said, hey, you know, that's offensive. You you shouldn't say that word. And she kind of shot back with, you know, something to the effect of like, I'm just a white country bumpkin girl. And, you know, you shouldn't get upset over that. And the defense. And there were multiple, multiple people in a thread, but one of the defenses was you know, hey, this person shouldn't say this because they don't understand it. That's, you know, they're they're white, number one, don't, don't say that word. But it, it t- started to turn into a, you know, don't tell me how to get offended kind of a situation. And uh, one of the guys, Travis Williams, I guess the way that this broke down was another person who said, you know, don't be soft, don't get offended. He pointed out that this person who was a veteran fought for the, you know, Jessica's right to use that word and tried to kind of misconstrue some stuff. So really what happened instead of like, hey, you shouldn't say that. Okay, I didn't know that was offensive. I don't want to offend you and I am sorry. Instead of taking the high road, a bunch of people kind of made the defensive and it, it spiraled out of control to where, you know, the owner of the the gym had to step in and actually address these things, which is, you know, if, if a situation like that were to ever occur here, which it never has, but, and I'm pretty sure everyone Knows our stance, which is why it's kind of strange making these statements that are already well known that we treat people the way that we want to be treated. End of story. You stick to that. The golden rule. You're going to be okay. But we still have to kind of go over that, you know, Uh, and it's worth it because of the explanation with the Glassman timeline. So these kind of things were said they made public highlight in the CrossFit community. Further bringing up not only the social events going on in in the nation, but specifically into CrossFit. CrossFit has been pretty silent about how affiliates should handle, you know, their their issues with or you know with COVID, kind of the reopening, um, and then also to speak on the BLM movement, they've been silent. Now, Glassman's been somewhat of a proponent of this is not a franchise. It's an affiliate. You have the right to say whatever you want. That being said, a lot of people have been upset by HQ's silence. When um, we kind of fast forward, you go to uh, June 5th, and this is still one step out. Uh, Jessica Griffith disables her, or, yeah, you know, she disables her IG, ended up contacting Morning Chalk Up, and, you know, she had her apology, you know, in, in which she, she took ownership of the mistake which obviously shouldn't have happened. But she did say there's no finger pointing, this is me, right? If you're interested to see more of that story, you can check out, you know, just Reddit anywhere. Google Jessica Griffith, uh, Misfit Athletics, stepping down, however you want to word it, but you'll be able to see all that stuff. So um, kind of fast-forwarding. On June 3rd, there was an email from the owner of Rocket CrossFit, Alyssa Royce, and she has disaffiliated, right? Deaffiliated, rather. Right. Um, which is what a lot of gyms are starting to look to do. Um, her main concern were those two points: BLM and COVID. You know, you're not saying anything to to help us out. Supposedly, she's a longtime friend of, of the family of Greg Glassman. They have had a history in the past. This email is extremely lengthy. All right. And it says some some things and makes accusations against CrossFit in general and Greg Glassman. What I can say is CrossFit's not, you know, been devoid of having these uh, accusations. A lot of, you know, the last probably two years, we've seen more and more of these things pop up with the lack of diversity, um, you know, within their competitors and uh, in, in the gym itself, you know. Not Not a lot of the black culture is expressed in the gyms. Um, not a lot of a lot of the black culture are, uh, is present in the gyms. So these things are are issues that have kind of been not cast aside, but like how, how do we how do we assist that? So this is where things go haywire, okay, on June 3rd. So the response that Greg Glassman had, and I'm going to kind of edit what I'm saying here. Um, but his response was, I sincerely believe that the quarantines impacted your mental health. Um, you're doing your best to brand us as racist and you know, it's BS expletive. Okay. Um, that makes you a really shitty person. I have no way else to get around that one, I guess. Do you understand that you've let your politics warp into something that strikes me as wrong to the point of being evil. And he ended with saying, I am ashamed of you, Greg. So, This response ended up going pretty much to all affiliates. Uh, I didn't see the email. Jeremy didn't see the email. But within like the social media, affiliate owner groups, things like that, it started to make its rounds. Okay, And honestly, it was something that I didn't really read into, but I knew that that was kind of a a bubbling point is to see that these things were were going on. So after this, and I don't want to just continue with the entire story without getting some feedback and talking to you guys. Taking a little tactical timeout and um, explain some of the things that we really don't believe in, in that statement. Number one, um, the quarantine impacting your mental health uh, and kind of using that as a defensive uh, argument against a person—that's something also that we we don't do and we don't agree with. Okay, um, Jeremy, what are your thoughts on that email?
0: Yeah, you know, it, it just it pissed me off to be honest with you. There's no other way to say it. Um, it just came off as really overly insensitive. And, you know, I personally have a, have a problem with the way Glassman has handled a lot of this, you know, as, as an affiliate, um, we pay pretty substantial royalties it's not called a royalty. It's called an affiliate fee, but at the end of the day, it's a royalty. And that, that goes from our gym to CrossFit headquarters. And in return for that, there's some things we're supposed to get. We're supposed to get some marketing support, help us grow our business, help us um, brand our business. And really, you know, his, his statements um, made it very difficult for me to want to continue to send money to CrossFit HQ unless they make some massive changes. So what it did for me is it really
1: pissed me off. That That's what it did for me.
2: And that was step one. <laughs> what yeah. about you, Alyssa?
1: Um, that was the first time in my life that I've ever been embarrassed to be associated with CrossFit, um, somebody who has always been a huge advocate for mental health and not only CrossFit has helped my significant or helped my mental health significantly. Um, I was embarrassed to call myself a CrossFitter, a CrossFit coach, um, and it's, it's awful because CrossFit has done so much for my life personally, and I know it's done so much for so many others. And I, it's it's difficult at the end. Of, it at the end of the day, we know that this isn't what CrossFit is about. Um, as it's been said repeatedly, it's about community, and that was an instance where I felt like it wasn't like a community. Um, so
2: yeah, it's start starts to kind of drive the wedge so kind of the attack on mental health which we we take seriously um and i i'm not going to be the devil's advocate i don't want to defend glassman but to me it seems as if in my opinion you can take it for what it's worth it seems as if it was a knee-jerk response out of anger um he was offended that how dare you make these statements to me you know who i am and i think that's total bs which he stated but at the very end of the day, it turned into, and I'm ashamed of you, and as a professional and a CEO, it should have been handled a little bit differently, but like I said, that's just step one. That really is what started to, to be an issue. So Glassman, for a few months, has gone on Zoom calls with different affiliates and have talked you know, the points of COVID and what we should do when we open back up and how to operate, which... His stance was once you play and assume to play by the rules and pretend to play by the rules, open up and do whatever you want. If they give you these rules and you're only supposed to have X amount of people, just smile and behind closed doors do what you want. And that's, that's not the way that we've done things here.
0: That's definitely we, not how we We are sticking
2: to strict guidelines for the CDC. We've seen the class cap. The coaches wear masks. Um, the, I'm looking right now at the hourly checklist for, um, the cleaning schedule and disinfection or disinfecting, um, which equipment in which area. So we've done that. We've taken the, the guidelines and have kind of helped to that. So kind of another thing that it seems like the situation wasn't taken completely serious. Um, but going back to what I was saying about having friends that look at different things, I've also got friends that think that COVID's a complete hoax. So, right. you know, you're, you're going to have these things kind of come up. But once again, that's like two marks, right? Two marks against uh, Glassman for the way that he's handling things when we are in a world of concern right now and we're starting to get back from it. I, for one, am thankful that the gym is back open. I don't want it to change, right? I don't want that to reverse, go back in, into, you know, being on lockdown again. So, um Once that response was made and he had joined some Zoom classes, that email was brought up. He was in a Zoom class or a Zoom meeting rather on June 6th, which was hours before the infamous Floyd 19 tweet. Okay. And it was brought up about this email that went through. And he basically said, you know, I told her, and I'll edit, but I told her to F off. She called me a racist she can F off. If you call me a racist, that's going to be my answer is to F off. Once again, it's a CEO, a leader, you know, it's in the civilian sector. So leaders shouldn't talk to, um, you know, subordinates that way. And however you want to see the hierarchy or the, the structure of the business, you know, he's the top dog at the time and, you know, did not handle those things correctly at all. But, it continued to go on in this conversation which um it was live recorded but due to privacy of parties involved only small um edits were were kind of distributed so you know take that with a grain of salt some of the some of the statements that he made that were inflammatory right were um can you tell me why i should mourn for floyd other than it's the white thing to do uh Give me another reason. That was one thing. I doubt very much their uh, mourning for Floyd. I don't think there's a general mourning for Floyd in any community. Uh, he went on to say, "Killing Floyd was wrong. Burning the town down was wrong. Killing the black cop in retaliation was wrong. And the black on black murder and of every day or of every weekend in all of our major cities is wrong." Went on to say, and this is where he gets into kind of the conspiratorial side is that officer that killed Floyd most likely did so um, because of an alleged criminal conspiracy at the nightclub where they worked. Very interested to see, or it's very interesting that George gets popped with counterfeits and who comes but the head of the security of the dance club. Watch, this thing's going to turn into first-degree murder. That's what it's going to turn into, and it's going to be because I'm predicting this, we have friends in the FBI in our neighborhood and they're of the view that this was a first-degree murder and it was to silence him over counterfeit money. That's the belief. That's what the cops think. Okay, so conspiracy theory number one. (laughs) Number two, um, during his long conversation, he said that the Chinese let this virus out of a laboratory. Pretty much alluded that it was a weaponized virus. Okay, Um, And that did indeed happen. He also said that the shutdowns, in response to that, cost way more lives than any that have been saved. The reason why he said these things, that those are the quotes that you can actually hear these things as well on the BuzzFeed article in the video. What you're not going to hear are the questions that were asked. Questions that were asked, I've seen a transcript of that. And obviously, due to privacy, I'm not going to repeat the names of the gym owners and what they had said, but a mix of people, right? Um, The question was, you know, how coming back from quarantine and during the racial pro or the racial issues that we're seeing what's CrossFit's response. And he continued to kind of push that off to the side and it made it seem like, um, it wasn't an issue in his eyes. So strike number three was that. All right. So real quick, taking another tactical pause, just at that zoom meeting, Jeremy, what's your, uh,
0: what's your thoughts on that? Three strikes and you're out, you know. I, I'm a baseball guy. <laughs> yeah, we all we all more. know that you don't get you don't get four strikes. You get three. Um, you know. Again, my thoughts are that um, Greg Glassman was a brilliant architect of this CrossFit empire. He, I agree. He he built something special, something that we all benefit from mentally, physically, and even financially when the gym does well. Um, he did some very good things. At the same time, what he has said and done the last few weeks to me is just beyond comprehension. It's um, unforgivable. It's not something I can look past. And as you know, someone who now owns a CrossFit affiliate, you know, Tim and I, Alyssa, we've had some very painful conversations recently about what we do moving forward. And and one thing that that we kind of both said was, look, if he's going to stick around as a CEO of CrossFit, <laughs> We're going to have to make some massive changes. Um, One thing that has to happen is he has to go come hell or high water. If he doesn't go, we got to go to that end. Thankfully, he has resigned. Yeah. So the resignation, we'll we'll
2: get to that in the timeline, too, because this was just strike three and there were uh, more strikes yet to be had. So um, the uh, June 6th which is just a couple hours later, he ends up tweeting that, uh, you know, the the Floyd 19. He comes back, and that's his uh, response to the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation. And their, their tweet was, racism and discrimination are public health issues that require an urgent response. Now, this is just hours after he had that meeting with yeah. um, the affiliate owners, which I did see actually before that tweet, I had seen these responses and I'm seeing some turmoil, and I'm I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll see how this kind of plays out. So I'm watching these things start to develop. I'm seeing some of the owners come to his defense, you know, of, of both colors, right? Not just the white people saying, you know, whatever they felt. There were plenty of people that also – one uh, affiliate owner out of Atlanta said that she agreed George was not a hero, quote, unquote, but what transpired was – definitely significant of the the times okay so going past that there's an understanding these things that's like okay you know it's glassman we don't know what's going on it seems like he's really just kind of out there on a tangent he's doing these conspiracy theories and then the tweet pops out and before i i heard about it because i saw it in in the Facebook page. I get notifications for stuff. And uh, I immediately sent that to Jeremy and the gym managers. And I said, guys, I was I was watching this, but things are going to get a little wild with this statement. There's no explanation. There's no explanation. What he was trying to say with that was prefaced with the, uh, the Zoom meeting just before where he tried to kind of explain what was going on. You know, any further uh, tries to back that quote up. But it's one of those too little, too late kind of situations, right? Um, on the seventh, that's when we start to see, and it's the next day, like, you know, people are already voicing their displeasure. But now you're starting to see major changes as far as athletes and, and sponsors, right? Partnerships, things are starting to crumble. And I'm not sure that they had all of the information. But what I can say is, if you do have all of the information, it still doesn't really make it defendable. Um, And that's the thing that people don't really take into consideration. So you start to see, um, you know, Froning, Kalipa, Kat, Ben, all of these folks that are high end CrossFit step down, right? Nicole, the um, training, you know, or yeah, she steps down. A lot of people are starting to step down. Um, Noah Olson kind of put it into terms of, you know, his participation in the 2020 game season's contingent upon major changes being made. And those sentiments were pretty much shadowed back for everybody. You've got Jason Kalipa as well, who says, we're doing NC Fit, right? It's now a partnership. If you want to jump in with us, you can do that. We start to see more people make those segues and ask more questions about it. And you can't help but think about Misfit or, you know, regardless of the the issues with their athletes, but Misfit, Comtrain, Mayhem, these programs that are also offering something as, you know, a a training program that probably will announce very soon that they've got um, partnership and somewhat of an affiliation with them as well. So we're starting to see the fracturing of CrossFit headquarters before our eyes. Um, Rogue condemns Glassman. All right. So Rogue says they do not support the latest statements made or unacceptable under all conditions. They said that they will remove um, or the Rogue Invitational will remove the CrossFit logo from the 2020 online event. Um, so the Rogue Invitational still remains, but it will not be linked to the CrossFit Games whatsoever. It will be its own independent, its own independent event. OK, Um says uh, they are looking towards working to determine the best path forward and fulfill equipment obligations through the 2020 season in order to support the greater CrossFit community. Now what we're seeing, though, is, hey, this guy made this these statements, you know, as ignorant as they may have been, but the community is strong. We started to see that, too. Tia uh, Toomey, um, Sam Briggs – uh, Annie Thor's daughter, they started to make these statements that we do kind of, yeah, we do kind of agree with as far, you know, 100% agree with. CrossFit's bigger than just one person. Hey Amen. So
0: that's the know. thing. He doesn't define us, he doesn't define Riot, um, doesn't define anyone at Riot. We We have always been and will always be a welcoming community. Uh, we have always been welcoming to everyone. That will not change. It's a shame that we have to make a statement that that's the case. Um, but that's where that's where Glass that's where Glassman put his affiliate his affiliates. He put us in that corner to where we have to make that statement. Um, it was in a time where a lack of leadership was questioned,
2: and honestly, due to the affiliate nature, you don't want to say a whole lot that goes against. CrossFit, and this is where I will say something somewhat bad about Glassman, is he will be quick to disaffiliate you himself. And we've seen it time and time again of things that he doesn't agree with. So kind of that dictatorship attitude was was brought up. But once again, you know, was what he said actually racist or was denying that there was an issue and trying to go off on conspiracy theories? Was that the real racist act? So it's up to you to determine um, after, you know, all hell breaks loose, we start to see, um, him come back and try to recant. So his explanation for that tweet was, um, your failed quarantine model, uh, is as a solution to racism question mark, right? Like what Greg Flo- or George Floyd's brutal murder sparked riots nationally. Quarantine alone is accompanied in every age and under all political regimes by an undercurrent of suspicion, distrust, and riots. Thanks. Now, I heard this said, that's word salad. I still don't know what that meant. I can't make heads or tails out of it, in all honesty. So uh, it's one of those things to where his backtracking and trying to explain this also was a shot in the foot. So uh, after trying to backtrack on his failed attempt at a joke or whatever it might have been. Um, Two days later, after being basically silent, Glassman announces his retirement on Twitter. And he did so with these quotes from CrossFit's main page. I, CrossFit HQ, and the CrossFit community will not stand for racism. I made a mistake by the words I chose yesterday, which was on the 7th, but he waited a day to post it. My heart is deeply saddened by the pain it's caused. It was a mistake, not racist, but a mistake. Floyd is a hero in the black community and not just a victim. I should have been more sensitive to that, and I wasn't. I apologize for that. I was just trying to stick it to the IHMEUW, in reference to the, the initial tweet, uh, for their invalidated models resulting in needless economy-wrecking, life-wrecking lockdown. And when I saw that they were announcing a model of a solution out to a racial crisis, I was incredulous, angry and over-emotional involving George Floyd's name and effort was wrong. It's our hope that this murder catalyzes real change resulting in a level playing field for our black brothers and sisters. Please hear me when I say we stand by our community to fight for justice. I care about you, our community. I am here for you. So that was his response. And once again, you know, he, he does say that he was angry. Um, overly emotional and and, and incredulous. But that's what we've seen in the past few situations too, leading up to this, not the way that the CEO should, you know, represent the community. You're the spokesman, you're the face of it. Right. Um, Shortly after Jason Kalipa does, in fact, uh, announce NC fit, as we said earlier, and we get the announcement that Castro will step up as the, Dave Castro. Dave Castro, who's the Games uh, training coordinator for CrossFit HQ, stepping up as the current CEO. And Jeremy also said something earlier about a, something that we saw on Morning Talk Up or Chalk Up about a 2019 Games announcement when he was asked what.
0: Well, he was asked what he was going to do to bring more diversity to the Games, and they say he dodged the question that he that he didn't really answer it. Um, take that for what it's worth. What I do know, is he said, my last name is Castro and I'm Brown. Um, you know, those were his words and those are factual statements. He, he did so. <laughs> bite his tongue. He did bite his tongue, smiled and
2: said next question because in my mind, I guess you don't want to have to say that, but it was kind of an odd thing. But, you know, the CrossFit Games, the way that it works out is you qualify for your position. Right. And it's, it's pretty open. Honestly, the CrossFit community is pretty inclusive. It's 10 bucks to qualify, or, well, 20 now, to qualify right. for the games, to do the Open. But it's not just there. It's the training that – or the, you know, inclusion into the gym atmosphere is really what we're – or, you know, what they were discussing. So um, you still see athletic opportunity, for sure, for people of all shapes, sizes, colors, whatever – um, said this to Jeremy the other day, like you you bring in like John Bones Jones from the UFC and he's going to definitely give Matt Fraser a run at any workout that he's got, you right. know, and it's nothing to do about color. It's just the sport that they choose to do. He's a multi-sport athlete, one of the most talented people on the world, you know, and, and you've got plenty of examples of, of those situations. So um, that is the complete timeline. And as of today, where we stand, we are still waiting to see, um, what major changes CrossFit headquarters are going to make, and if we stay in line with CrossFit headquarters, what we do from here. So regardless, as stated earlier, nothing changes in the gym. No matter who we're under the umbrella of training, we're always here for the community as it stands. We're always going to provide what we do, highly or functional fitness, Performed at high intensities that is constantly varied. You know that's it's CrossFit. They coined it, but it's not the only way to develop that and to
0: provide it. right. I mean, there, there's no copyright on pull-ups. There's no copyright on thrusters. We can program any workout we want. Um, we just can't call it CrossFit if we're not a CrossFit affiliate. And you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Ideally, you know, Glassman has resigned. Ideally, there are sweeping changes that are for the better, and, and ideally, we're able to to stay aligned with CrossFit because of all the positives CrossFit has, has brought right. to the community. But if that does not happen and we have to move on, not a damn thing will change around here.
2: Not at all. And uh, like I said, I don't want to speculate. I am excited about some of the proposed changes um, not really made those things knowledge yet to anybody because it's still all speculation. And I like to see concrete evidence, word, promise and, uh, you know, a, an actual developed action plan before, you know, I really start to make a
0: decision on on what the best step is going to be for our community. Yeah. Amen. Guys, th- this was heavy. Uh, you know, we were going to have a much more lighthearted conversation until Things were said last week that, that kind of forced us to have this conversation. This is not a conversation we want to have, but nevertheless, it's one that, that's important that we do have. And um, it's been a pretty heavy episode, but before we part, again, Alyssa, we want our people, our members to know that we're here for them, whether they're purple, brown, blue, yellow, red. We, we love everyone. We welcome everyone through these doors. I don't care what race, religion, sexual orientation, you are welcome here. Um, and we will do our best to hand you your ass and give you a good workout no matter what. Right.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I do want to say is, you know, uh, as a first responder for the community, we we're starting to see some polarization between people devised or divisible in any way, shape or form at all. I know that those that I interact with, especially those that are members of our gym, 100% do not, Right. portray that or opinionate themselves that way. And it's quite the opposite. You know, we we understand when what right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Um, with CrossFit, with our training style, whatever it may end up being, you know, it's still going to be popular within that first responder community because of the jobs that they've, you know, chosen to do. That being said, we don't see firsthand a lot of the uh, division within our doors. And, you know, luckily enough, everyone that comes in is, is seen as equal and will always continue to do so. So continue with your training. As things start to develop, you'll get updates. We'll, we'll tell you kind of what's going on. But 100% our decision is going to be made in your best interest. No questions asked. 100%.
0: Guys, I think that's what happened on Episode 5.
1: Right on.
0: We'll see you next Thursday, which hopefully with uh, much more lighthearted <laughs> it talk. Will be. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we'll uh we'll move on and and
2: put smiles on our faces and keep doing what we do. We'll do what we do. This is our community. Amen. All right. That's a wrap. We'll see you guys. Right. Have a
1: great day.